Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, let's talk about getting focused. If you have found yourself procrastinating or leaving a whole bunch of stuff undone and just feeling as if you have too much ambition but not enough time, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to stay focused on track and not getting sidetracked with a bunch of stuff. If you're looking for that, we're going to get to it and explain how you can get that clarity and stay on track coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening, thank you so much. If you would do me a big favor and share this podcast with someone else, that way we can grow this community and also write me a review. Let me know what you've been loving. And lastly, you can also send me a voicemail message. Check out the links in the show notes below. You please include your name, your hometown, and what you've been loving. And I would love to air your voice in an upcoming podcast. If you're interested to learn more about me, check out the link in the show notes below, info.deniseglee.com slash connect. There you can reach out to me privately. You can join my free Marco Polo group. I said Marco Polo, not Facebook group, where you can listen to many little video clips from me, read messages, and some other awesome things. You can only find that via my Marco Polo Sharecast. You can find that in info.deniseglee.com slash connect. And also, you can visit my website, deniseglee.com, and read articles and any other resource that may be of benefit for you. Today, I'm going to be talking more on a one-on-one private level, meaning that the things that I'm saying are just generalities and not specific for everybody because everyone is unique as you may are aware of. But if you are interested in working with me, also contact me and inquire about Royalty. Royalty is my six-month private coaching program. And because we're going to be talking about something that kind of goes into some type of wellness, mental health issues, I just have to just put this out there that this podcast does not provide a medical advice. And the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. No material in this podcast is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or, or other qualified health care providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regime. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard from me or any of my guests. Okay, let's talk about this idea of focusing. And it's kind of funny I'm talking about this with you guys right now about it because I was just having a conversation with a client and I found I found the whole conversation very interesting because have you ever had a conversation when they're saying someone's saying one thing but there's an undercurrent other message meaning like for example I think about my kid when he is saying mommy 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 I want my attention 
And he's asking me these all these trivial questions about the house or just random things around our world and everything. But what he's really saying is, I'm really lonely. And I just want someone to spend time with. Well, this is kind of that same conversation where I was having with a client when they were saying one thing, but they were really saying another. And this is what happened. This particular client was asking me these existential questions about, you know, is it fate or is it God's will or is it just my decisions, my willpower? How do I really get myself on track and be focused and know my purpose and know my mission? And I I just remember just sitting there and just finding the whole conversation very amusing, not because the questions weren't serious or important, but this idea of this particular client has been working with me for quite a long period of time. And we've discussed those subjects before. So it's not like she didn't have the knowledge because we've discussed it and went over it multiple times. It was the issue of this person was backsliding and playing games and not being serious and getting herself easily distracted on a zillion one personal and professional projects and feeling a little overwhelmed because of all the excess activities and things that she was she was working on what she wanted to and she didn't really have focus on what she wanted to do. And I I said to her, I found this whole conversation very amusing because you know what we you need to be doing. The real reason is why do you want to find yourself getting unfocused and distracted? And I swear to you, there was silence between us in that very moment. You could hear crickets in the background if the microphone was that strong. But the point I'm trying to make is that she knew she was feeling overwhelmed by her own doing. And this may be you. You may be piling on tons of things of for your work or your business or whatever. Meanwhile, things are falling apart in your home life. Maybe there's tons of laundry. Maybe you've been neglecting going to the doctor's office because you saw something nasty and it's getting worse, but you don't want to deal with it. You want to just be busy with 5,000 other things. Perhaps you have been wanting to grow your business for the longest period of time, but something always happens with your family members or your romantic partner, or perhaps you're saying, I need to get these things done. And then as soon as you know it, days turn into weeks, turn into months, into years, and then you lose all interest and then start another project. I hope I'm ringing bells for some people who find themselves in this repeat cycle of start, stop, start, stop, and wondering why they feel like they're getting nothing accomplished, but they seem overwhelmed with all the many things to do on their to-do list. Okay. And so what I'm going to be talking about is some generalities, but if I'm ringing bells if I'm saying something that's really going, man, she's calling my number on this, then I would encourage you to contact me privately and see if you would be a benefit from my private coaching program with me. Because these things go so much deeper that I can't explain in a single podcast alone because each and every person has different issues. But the first and foremost thing that I have to say above all, but without any doubt, is that for some people legitimately have a chemical imbalance. And when I mean a chemical imbalance, meaning that they could be suffering from bipolar depression, meaning that when the highs are great, you're off spending and having a great time. I talked about that in a prior podcast, shopping addiction, and you're just going off and just doing whatever, you know, partying or overworking or 
pushing the pedal to the metal and just going hard at what you're doing. But when the lows are low, you could be under sheets hoping to God you will die because you're regretting all the crazy things that you did yesterday or worrying about certain things that may or may not happen. That's called bipolar disorder. When there you when you go high, you're high in mania. And then when you're low, man, it's scary. You're going to take out yourself and everyone around you or you are nowhere to be seen because you're a recluse or you're isolated and you just in deep fog of a depression. And sometimes the mania can surge for a couple of days, a week. And then sometimes, but the depression, man, the depression can be lasting for months on end. And left untreated, it will take you out. So that's a legitimate chemical imbalance. And I really want you to seek a qualified medical healthcare provider, perhaps go to see a psychiatrist so that you can go to get your your hormones balanced correctly so that you can function and you can hear exactly what I'm saying with clarity without distortion. Because I don't want you sitting and listening and saying, my goodness, Denise, that means I'm going to die. No, it doesn't mean you're going to die, baby. But what it means that if you left untreated, it will take you out sooner rather than later. And I don't want that happening to you by your own hands or by your self-destructive behavior. So that is definitely something that I wanted to call your attention. And I cannot treat because A, I'm not a medical health care provider. And B, because that's something that you need to have some blood tests done and figure all that out and be screened to make sure that, yes, indeed, that is you. And that's something else else is not at play. For example, hypo or hyperthyroidism. Um, the thyroid having elevated levels of uh, insulin, other hormones can also play a back. So there's a lot of different things and it's just best to go see a doctor for that. So I just had to just lay that inside because for some people is legitimately a hormone imbalance. So I just wanted to just to put that out there. But for the majority of the rest of us, okay, usually what's happening is you were scripted to be manic, crazy, you're more or less modeling the fam- family dynamics that you observed by your mother or your father. For example, for a little girl, the father is the mirror image of her own inner womanhood, meaning that the way the, the her daddy or her father type figure treated the little girl will more or less affirms and validates who she is supposed to be as a woman. So often you might have heard people say the expression, that's daddy's little girl. Yeah, she's daddy's little girl, literally. She's more or less replicating all the things that she observed from her dad. And more or less the mother figure in that situation that, that between the parents' dynamics is just affirming. So the mother usually will affirm what the dad says because she is in a relationship and she's tr- more or less trying to support and buttress everything that the father says. So typically what I see so often is with women who turn into diehard workaholics, usually what had happened is that they grew up in a household where they're more or less raised to be men and replicating all the overworkingism and the demanding respect, demanding to have power and control of not just what they're doing at work, but sometimes their lover and their kids. I see this dynamic all the time when I, I go out because, you know, once you learn this stuff, guys, like you, you can't really unlearn it where I'll see it at church where uh, there's a couple, a husband and a wife, and there's a son who's over the age of 10 and he's clearly being mothered. I see the mother p- caressing the boy's hair and more or less supervising him, even though he is 
perfectly capable of being in the children's ministry or being elsewhere, but he's in tent side by side with his mother while the father is on the other side, not observing all of this. Basically, this boy, if he grows up and he's continued to be mothered, where he is not respected by his, he's not respected at all by his mother, he'll turn into a passive aggressive who also seeks a woman who really acts like a man, okay, um, becomes castrated emotionally in the sense of he's unable to really express his feelings because more or less all the things that he has been taught up until this point was to be quiet and follow the rules from an authority figure, okay? Sometimes they turn into gay uh, because they weren't allowed to be respected as a man. Now, I know there's some people who say, no, 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 no. Some some of us are born gay. No, I'm not legitimately dismissing the idea that some people are born gay. But what I'm saying is that for some people, they literally were castrated by an overpressing and dominating woman, their mother, their mother figure, so that they just more or less resorted to being gay. So that's another issue that needs to be smoked out. I'm sorry if I'm going a little tangent talking about this, but it's just really important to understand that the scripting of their your life is so much hinged upon the dynamics between how you were raised and how your mother treated you how your father treated you and so when we get into this i can't focus you are more or less taught you're more or less observed from your parent all right opposite gender parent than you that i gotta work myself to death in order to do something. And maybe you maybe you had a family that was slothful. Maybe they partied all the time. Maybe they didn't really have any ambitions. Maybe they were just fearful of responsibility. Well, despite all the fact that you saw it was chaotic, you saw it inefficient, unless you've been trained to do elsewhere, you're more or less doomed to repeat the same characteristics. Claudia Black wrote this book, it, It'll never happen to me about the children of alcoholics. And so often the theme goes, I saw my mother or my dad get blackout drunk and couldn't even like drive me to school. And I had to resort to walking to school or hitching a ride and all these other situations. And they said, I had, you would think with all the experience and all the painful memories of seeing my parent being an alcoholic or unable to focus or underachiever that I, w- I wouldn't fall into the same pr- fate. Well, guess what? Even if you think that you're not, the scripting is so huge. Okay. Claude Steiner wrote a book called Scripts People Live. And that's what I'm referring to when I say scripts, by the way. It is so strong and so impactful that even if you don't do it yourself, you're going to find a partner who is just like your parent. This thing is pretty uncanny because the way we are work wired as human beings biologically we will find things that remind us of home remind us of the familiarity remind us things that comfort us and take us back to the days of old and unfortunately if the days of old was crazy you're going to want to replicate that and the last thing i want to talk about this addiction to anxiety the addiction to anxiety is huge. For a lot of us, they say, well, I've got ADD or ADHD. One of the realities behind all the hyperness is the need for the hormone dopamine to surge through you. And it is nothing gets surged like it by feeling late, 
having the pressure, feeling as if you have limited resource. And instead of writing underneath the sheets and pretending as if nothing's happening, some of us actually embrace that rush feeling of the heart palpitating and the skin sweating, sweaty palms, and the anxiety of it all. Have you ever felt that rush of energy when someone said, my goodness, you know, if you do this one more time, you may risk it all. And behind the fear and anxiety, it actually made you feel alive and euphoric. Or perhaps I've, because I've talked with some clients about this before, especially those who have suffered from financial losses. For example, (laughs) bankruptcy. And behind the shame and the guilt and all the the pain was the euphoria of going through all the scandal and all the the unraveling and all the issues behind uh, repairing your financial life. For some of us, we have been addicted to that feeling of loss and and insecurity and anxiety and of not really feeling as if you're feeling steady. For some of us, we have been absolutely addicted to having things go wrong. And that's what I'm talking about when I say that dopamine addiction. That also happens with men. Men, For men, it's a huge thing. Sex and power are one of the biggest drives. Sex, money, power. Biggest drives that hit men. And they get huge hits of dopamine. And they go for one crisis or hop from one woman to... And some in the homosexual community, from one man to another, partner to partner, from business deal to business deal to one risky venture to another. And it's because they're searching for that hit after hit after hit. And they're wondering why they got nothing done. They're wondering why nothing gets built of meaning. It's because they've been so chasing the hit of the those rise of emotions that come to them that nothing gets accomplished. And the way to de-stimulate yourself is through this idea of understanding that our bodies have been completely sensitized to those manic highs, okay, either through a chemical imbalance, right, or because of training conditioning. We actually have to learn how to train our bodies better, okay, and there's a lot of things that have to be done to that monotasking, learning how to calm yourself down, learning how to destimulate the vagus nerve. Now, the vagus nerve is one of the many nerves, but that's linked to how we process heightened moments of uncertainty and anxiousness and danger that's overstimulated your parasympathetic system as well as your sympathetic system control the vagus nerves. Anyway, there's just so much going on. And the point I'm trying to say is that there needs to be an all-front attack on how you behave as well as calming your nervous system down in order for you to stay focused. And I tell clients all the time, one of the simplest things that you can do to kind of start the process is to ask yourself which part of your lies in your business or in your personal life or whatever that is unmanageable? Do you find yourself feeling so scattered that even you write a list, you can't even find the list of all the things that you've written the things to do? Or perhaps you haven't found the ability to go into a store and buy one thing without the cart 
being filled or perhaps you find yourself delaying and delaying so that you feel that crisis moment and that you do things last minute and it's becoming to the point where you have so many things last minute you, you can't even get anything accomplished where in your life feels unmanageable because that's one of the biggest things that I talk with clients about is identifying which area first and foremost feels unmanageable and then from then we can deduce where is it coming from is it patterns from your parents is it patterns from some things that you observe from a relative that you cared about or what exactly is going on and again this is why it's more a one-on-one conversation rather than a catch-all conversation for everyone because for every single person has each individual unique situations that needs to be addressed and put into consideration. So I don't do this one-size-fits-all business in regards to finding focus and relieving the anxiety and understanding like what motivates you because there's so much going on. But I will say, please, please, at the very least, identify what's going on. How long has it been going on? For a lot of my clients, they've been doing this unsuccessfully, trying to get their life under control for years. And then by the time I'm working with them, we got to unravel years worth of stuff. And thankfully, I have the experience and the training to understand how to shorten down this process of trying to get calm and relaxed and organized because there's just so much to confront because for another reason is clients feel a sense of betrayal betraying my parents or betraying my family lifestyle because I'm going and bucking against what we've known to be true or may involve feeling as if you may distance yourself from friends and understanding about how to navigate that and negotiate with love about new boundaries that need to be set so there's so much going on and I don't want to sit here and tell you that listening to this podcast within itself is going to be able to solve it it's not so I don't want to delude you I don't want to convince you of otherwise but because I find so often it is literally a dynasty of drama from one generation to one generation to another. And it's a web, meaning that everyone who gets caught in the the, the stickiness of the, the fear and the guilt and the shame and the worry and so many emotions and the resentment. My goodness, resentment is a huge one too. And they're wondering, how do I get out? How do I entangle myself? And the only way is just through one strand at a time. Okay. So let's recap everything we talked about because I know I covered a lot. I want to make sure that I end on a high note and only talk about the things that matter most to you. For some of us, this idea of not being able to focus is truly and legitimately a chemical imbalance. And please seek a doctor to see if you, especially if you have a family history, especially if there's history of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or alcoholism or autism or anxiety, like please, because they're legitimately things that can be corrected through hormone balancing. But the other thing that we talk about is this idea of behavior. And I talked about how we model, we model our opposite genders, parents' behavior. I mentioned this idea of daddy's girl, you know, or mama's boy. It's for a reason, guys. These aren't just, le- le- just saints. In order for you to break free free from that, you're going to have to understand exactly what happened in your childhood, see if there's common patterns, and see if there's a pattern throughout your life that you're replicating these things because these things don't happen in isolation. It's It's a pattern. So I just want you to understand that. 
Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was informative. What did I say was like really like, whoo, like I, I need to investigate that. Or what do you plan on doing next for your own recovery into wellness and to clarity and to having just doing one thing at a time? I love to hear from you. Write to me. Okay. Use the link in the show notes below to send me a, a message. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast with someone else if you really appreciate it. And with that, take care and be awesome.